Welcome to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Vermont. We are coming to you actually recorded today because I am recording the show early, heading to a conference in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're going to be speaking in front of a bunch of exhibitors there and, and conference attendees and, and looking forward to it, uh, talking about successful job search. So anyway, we are coming to you from beautiful downtown Conroe, Texas, on the Lone Star Community Radio FM 104.5 and 106.1. Each week on this program, we'll be discussing key topics to empower you to succeed with the job search and your career. In addition, we'll share with you the latest career-related news and jobs data you can use to land a new job and make more money. Our goal with your career is to share with you insider secrets and tips you can use, whether you're looking for a new job or just want to make more in your existing one. On today's program, we're, we're going to cover a couple of different topics. The first topic is going to be on how to successfully conduct the job search and uncover the hidden job market. In addition, you might not know this, but this month is National Employment Disabilities Awareness Month. And I've found throughout my career that each and every person on this planet has something to contribute. I'm absolutely thrilled to have a guest on our program today, Jenny Johnson, who's going to discuss this very important topic. This topic is really dear to my heart because my mother in her final years became more and more physically disabled as a result of a terrible disease called scleroderma. Yet she somehow fought through those disabilities to perform not just one but two jobs. She was a travel agent and a teacher and still an incredible mother on, on top of all that. And uh, my mom refused to allow the disease to defeat her. And she literally worked until just months prior to her passing. So th this is a, a very important topic for me. Now let's move on to the first topic of today's show, conducting a successful job search and uncovering the hidden job market. Have you ever been frustrated applying to jobs online and never hearing back from the prospective employers? Have you ever wondered... What can I do to get more job interviews? If so, today's show is for you. Before diving in, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Todd Bermont, author of 10 Insider Secrets to Winning Job Search and founder of TCC Learning of League City, Texas. My company, TCC Learning, has created an online program to empower you to land your dream job. To learn more, visit tcclearning.com. That's tcclearning.com. And if you use the coupon code YOURCAREER, in all caps, that's your career. You can get 20% off of any of our programs. That's tcclearning.com. Now, I always like to start the program with the current jobs data. Not sure how many of you uh, saw the, the most recent report from the U.S. Department of Labor's Bureau of Labor Statistics, BLS. Boy, that's a mouthful to say. Um, but, but this latest report showed that only 156,000 jobs were created in the past month. So... This is not the level of job creation that we would like to see. And um, also the number of unemployed job seekers who have been unemployed for less than five weeks increased by almost 300,000 people. So neither of these two numbers are, are good. And um, we, we really want to see more job creation. And hopefully this does not become a trend. 
but what this report is clearly showing is that the hiring market has has slowed down a bit. I suspect that a lot of this is related to the upcoming election. And uh, likely, uh, if I was predicting, I would say that the jobs reports are going to be pretty soft uh, between now and through the election. And probably in the month or two after the election as well, as we get through the holidays, as well as uh, sorting out uh, the results of the election. And uh, this election is perhaps the most important election of, of my lifetime. And depending on who gets elected, that's going to have a tremendous impact on the labor market. Both candidates have a very stark difference when it comes to their approach on growing the economy. And regardless of the side of the political spectrum you're on, one of the greatest rewards of living in this country is the ability to vote. So be sure to get out and vote. Now, because of the uncertainty of the upcoming election, it means that job seekers have to put in an extra effort to rise above the noise and to establish why you should be hired. Ah, the job search. It can be one of the most rewarding and frustrating activities we ever participate in. For those of you who have ever been frustrated at a lack of success in responding to posted job opportunities on sites like Monster.com or CareerBuilder or Indeed, I'd like to first of all share with you some shocking statistics. There we go. (laughs) Stats, how about that? That uh, you might not be aware of. First of all, According to several studies, as many as 8 out of every 10 new jobs are never advertised. Now, I can believe this statistic because throughout my career, I've been involved in the hiring of over 50 people. And I can only remember a small handful of them that were ever advertised on a site like Monster or Indeed. Why is this? Because hiring managers don't like to take risks. When you go to a store to buy a hamburger or steak, It has a stamp of approval on it. The USDA certifies that the meat is theoretically safe to eat. But when it comes to hiring people, people don't get stamped by the USDA. However, the equivalent of that is a referral. Consequently, most any hiring manager would prefer to look at their network of people for candidates before advertising any position. If the hiring manager is not able to find someone through his or her own network, Then often they'll bring in a recruiter. And it's only after all options have been exercised in a lot of cases that the employer will actually advertise a position. Now certainly there are employers over a certain size that do a certain amount of business with the federal government to where there are some mandates that every position has to be advertised, but that's not the case with most companies and most positions. So uh, now let's look at the job sites themselves, you know, because certainly there are some jobs that are advertised. In fact, hundreds of thousands of jobs are advertised. Otherwise, sites like Monster and Indeed would not be able to exist. Often, though, these are lower-paying jobs where using recruiters too costly. Or these jobs can also be with smaller employers like the small to medium-sized businesses that do not have large recruiting budgets. While indeed thousands of jobs are advertised online, let's take a look at your odds of getting an interview from one. On average, an online job posting will get 250 resumes. Yes, according to many studies, on average, 250 people will apply to a single job opening. Now, the average hiring manager is only going to interview five people. 
So that means you have a, just a 5 out of 250 chance of landing a job interview from applying to a, an ad online. In other words, if you drill down a little further on the numbers, that means you have a 2 out of 100 chance or just a 2% chance of getting a job interview from an online posting. Thus, if you're wondering, you know, why when I've sent out over 100 resumes have I only gotten two or three interviews? Now you know why. You've got good company because those are the average odds. However, before I depress you, there is a better way to get interviews. But before we look at that, I want to spend a couple of brief moments taking you through the hiring process so you understand how all this works. A first of all, a lot of people don't realize that employers, we don't create jobs just to be nice people. We create jobs to solve a business need. So the first step of the hiring process is that there has to be a business need associated with it. Now, just because you have a need doesn't necessarily mean that solving that need is hiring somebody. There may be a multitude of, of options. Let's say a company wants to increase sales. Well, you could do that by advertising on billboards. You could do that by advertising on the radio, especially my program, Your Career, with Todd Vermont here at IRLoneStar.com. Uh, you could increase your sales by hiring a top drawer salesperson. So there's a lot of different options. What a company will do is they'll look at all those options, and then they'll look at the return on investment for each option. So certainly I'd like to think that advertising on your career with Todd Bermont on IRLoneStar.com, that that's going to, and uh, FM 106.1, boy, I'm having some brain freezes today. <laughs> but but uh, we'd like to think that that's a, a great return on your investment, right? But um, so companies will look at the different ROIs, and then from there, they're going to choose the, the, the solution that has that best return on investment. Now, let's say that best return on investment is hiring a salesperson or hiring a person. Now, they have to go about establishing a business case for that and getting a budget to hire that person. After that, then a job description is created. Then... The hiring manager is going to reach out to his or her network of individuals to try to find that ideal candidate. Then if they're, he or she is not able to find an ideal candidate, they may reach out to a recruiter. Then if they still haven't had any luck, at that point, maybe they're going to advertise the position online. So you see how many steps go by in the hiring process before a position ever gets posted online. So with that being the case, it's important for you to get into the job search cycle and the hiring process as early as possible. Ideally, you want to help a company create a business case and establish the need for hiring you. The earlier you can get in on the hiring process, the greater your chances are of getting the job. So with that, you are currently listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on Lone Star Community Radio FM 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com. Stay tuned as we'll be having a lot of fun later in the program. I know you know this already, but most of the shows on Lone Star Community Radio are available in podcast format. If you want to keep up with the latest shows, just subscribe to our YouTube channel, Lone Star Community Radio, and our website at IRLoneStar.com. You can even follow us on SoundCloud and Twitter to see the latest posts 
from Lone Star Community Radio. Can't find a show? Then just search for it on IRLoneStar.com in the search bar to the top right of every page. Or just contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash contact us with your questions, demands, sponsorships, anything. Lone Star Community Radio is your Montgomery County Community Radio Station. Welcome back. This is Your Career with Todd Vermont. I'm your host and resident career expert. And each week on Your Career, we're going to be sharing valuable information you can use to further your career and land the ideal job. Now, prior to the last break, we were talking about an important topic, and that's in your job search, getting into prospective employers earlier in the hiring process. And what I'd like to share with you now are some tips and insider secrets and techniques you can use to bypass human resources in some cases and get into the hiring process earlier, as well as when there are those positions that are advertised to increase your chances of, of getting the interview for one of those positions. So let's look at a couple of, of insider secrets, if you will, to fu- uncover the hidden job market. So the first thing I want you to focus on is networking. And what exactly is networking? Well, it's, it's basically reaching out to people that you know to see if they know somebody that might be able to be in a position to help you out. So let's say you want to get a position in process technology at maybe ExxonMobil or some other large employer like that. Well, one thing that you could do is, first of all, Look at all your friends on Facebook and on LinkedIn and see, is anybody connected to anybody that works for ExxonMobil? Then from there, if you do find somebody that, that is connected there, you can reach out to that person and ask them for an introduction. The key, though, when it, when it comes to networking is not to ask people if they have a job or have an opening. It's to ask for help and to ask for feedback. Because people are always willing to give help and feedback it's hard for somebody to say I'm wondering if you can help me out it's hard for people to say no I'm not going to help you out but if you approach somebody and say hey do you have an open job I'm looking for a process technology job um, it's very easy to say you know we're, we're just not hiring right now or you know why don't you just send your resume into human resources and uh, we'll get back to you when something comes up so uh, the key is to look at all the people you, that you know and see if they know of people in prospective employers that you're looking to target. But this is going to require you to be very focused in your job search effort. But when you're thinking about your network, I want you to think about people that aren't so obvious. Like, where do you go to get your hair cut? Or, have you ever gone to the doctor? Of course you have, right? Or, have you ever dealt with an insurance agent? Or an accountant? Or have you ever gone into Starbucks and spoken with a barista ordering a cup of coffee? All these people know hundreds of people. So it's amazing when you think about it through your network of people that you already know. It's thousands of people that can potentially help you out. So networking is the absolute most effective way to find job opportunities and to get in earlier in the hiring process. The second thing I'd like to talk to you about is attending associations and trade shows. 
Now, in, in fact, I'm going to a trade show, like I mentioned earlier in this program. I'm going to a trade show tomorrow in Albuquerque, uh, to where I'll be speaking at a conference, uh, as well as meeting with uh, several of the attendees. And um, it's a tremendous networking opportunity. And I can almost guarantee you, now there's going to be three to 400 decision makers from across the country at this trade show in Albuquerque. And I will be shocked if there's a single job seeker. So imagine if you as a job seeker were to go to some of these industry trade shows within the industries that you want to go to. Rather than fishing off of a pier where there's a million fishermen trying to catch one fish, instead, you can be the sole fisherman with thousands of potential fish to catch. So definitely attend associations and trade shows that are in your industry of interest. Number three, informational interviews. They're wonderful tools to just get feedback on how somebody with your skills and capabilities and experience can approach the job search. And if you want to learn more on how to get informational interviews, uh, we've got an entire section on that at tcclearning.com in the Careers College. So the next thing I'd like to talk to you about is LinkedIn. How many of you have a LinkedIn profile? Raise your hands. Come on. I know this is radio, but I'm not seeing all the hands going up there. Uh, likely about 20% of you that are listening to this radio program have a profile on LinkedIn, and probably 100% of you have a profile on Facebook. So Facebook can be very helpful, too, when it comes to the job search, but LinkedIn is unbelievably helpful. So LinkedIn will help you establish your brand. It's like having an online resume that allows you to establish your brand, but it's also incredible for finding out who the hiring managers are for open positions. So if you haven't gotten on LinkedIn yet, please establish a profile on LinkedIn. Fifth thing that I want to talk to you about is meetup.com. A lot of people aren't familiar with meetup.com. Meetup.com is a combination of a social media site as well as a live networking site. It's basically a way for groups of people to meet one another online, and then you get together in person. So I've attended several small business meetups in Houston, and so I probably attended five or six of them at least. Every single one of them, there's at least one or two small business people asking, does anybody know of anybody that has a skill set in a particular area because I'm looking to hire somebody and I haven't been able to find a good candidate? So again, if, if you were to go to some of these meetup groups, don't go to the ones where it's just all a bunch of unemployed people because they're not going to be able to hire you. Go to the ones where the small business people are congregating, where the companies are congregating, and that type of thing. Next, I want to talk to you about the Chamber of Commerce. How many of you have gone to a Chamber of Commerce meeting? Chamber of Commerce, why would I want to do that? Well, a lot of business owners and high-level business people local to your community attend those meetings. Uh, not too many job seekers attend those meetings. Now, don't tell everybody that now because we don't want to overload our chamber meetings but but no these are awesome meetings to attend to find uh, to network and to meet people that could potentially help you and then the last thing that you can do and oh this is going to sound so archaic you know i'm, I'm going to really date myself here now because i'm going to suggest doing some cold calls and drop buys cold calling are, are you kidding me didn't that go out in the 80s I mean, come on, no salesperson ever cold calls anymore, and you're, you're saying that I, as a job seeker, should 
go on a cold call? What does a cold call even mean? Well, a cold call means that you stop in on a prospective employer without any appointment at all. And just to introduce yourself. And um, in this day and age of the internet, millions of people can just hit the send key and send a resume online. But how many are taking the time to actually drop by in person at a prospective employer? You'd be surprised. Yeah, some some office buildings have tight security and everything else. Um, but other ones, uh, you can walk right in. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it still can be a very effective technique to, number one, network, to, number two, get informational interviews, and, number three, to find job opportunities. So the bottom line is there are jobs to be had. For instance, I was up in Dallas last week speaking with a person very involved with the workforce. I was shocked when he told me that employers in Dallas have 50,000 jobs that are open right now in Dallas. 50,000 jobs that are open in Dallas that they cannot fill due to a lack of available candidates. So how is that possible when there's over 94 million people of working age in the United States not working right now? How is it possible that there are 50,000 jobs that are ready to be filled in Dallas? But this is true, and, and there's a big gap. And, and the, the problem is, though, that the majority of these 50,000 jobs, guess what? They're not advertised. So it's going to take some legwork to get out there and find these opportunities. The key is, is to be proactive versus reactive and get out there and make it happen. So with that, you are currently listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on Lone Star Community Radio FM 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com. Stay tuned because the second half of our program, we are going to be having a wonderful guest. And uh, Jenny is, is here in the studio, and she's going to be talking about, this. T- it turns out it's a very important month, and we're going to discuss what that month is coming up after the break. So thank you for listening to Your Career with Todd Vermont. Stay tuned. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, and we're looking for more talk shows and volunteer DJs for our music shows. If you're interested in having your own talk show on Lone Star, or always wanted to live out your dream of being a music DJ, contact Lone Star Community Radio online at irlonestar.com slash contact us, or call the station at 936-647-5747 for more information. Welcome back to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont. Each week on Your Career, we'll be sharing valuable information you can use to further your career and land the ideal job. Do you know any veterans? I'm excited to report two exciting events coming up. You know, we've got Veterans Day coming up, and uh, the first event is that I'm going to be hosting a live job search training event for veterans on November 3rd at San Jacinto College. This event is going to be free for veterans to attend. I'm doing this in conjunction with ConnectVets, San Jacinto College, and the Texas Veterans Commission. In this exciting event, we're going to be teaching how to write a resume that will grab attention and how to translate your skills developed while serving our nation to land a job that's worthy of your experience and service to our nation. It's our way of giving back to those who have put their lives on the line to protect our way of life. I want to thank you for your service. The second event is the Red, White, and You hiring event that's going to be November 10th at Minute Maid Park. 
at this event, there will be scores of employers looking to hire veterans. So uh, I want to encourage as many veterans as possible to come out to this event. Um, and those of you that may have jobs, but maybe you're underemployed and you really believe and you do have experience worthy of a better position, show up to the event as well. This is going to be a great opportunity for you. Now let's dive in on today's second topic. This month, and uh, this was something I wasn't even aware of, this, this month is the National Employment Disabilities Awareness Month. And I am so pleased to have a wonderful guest on our program today, Jenny Johnson. Jenny has 10 years of experience in career office operations and managing regional projects in 13 counties supported by the Gulf Coast Workforce Board. Jenny manages a team of navigators and regional facilitators offering job search and career exploration seminars and working with employers, job seekers, and staff to provide quality access to the workforce system for people with disabilities and people experiencing homelessness. And, um, you know, there, to me, there's no greater service to the community, really, than, than to be able to help in, in these kinds of capacities. And, uh, Jenny, I, I just want to Welcome you to the program, and thank you so much for investing your, your time to be here today. Thank you, Todd. And uh, before diving in, uh, you know, I, I'm just kind of curious. Uh, so being w- with the Gulf Coast workforce, um, you know, you, you think of that as, as being an office for just unemployed people or whatever, but... Uh, do you help anybody with, with disabilities? Uh, can anybody show up into your office and get help in finding a job? Absolutely. Thank you for asking. Workforce Solutions is dedicated. We're here to help people find jobs. So we like to say that we're here to help you find a job, keep a job, and get a better job. And that certainly means for everyone, especially those people with disabilities. Um, one of the things that we take pride in is that we are making all of our services available to every customer that wants help with job search assistance. We know that in Texas, approximately 78% of the working age Texans are employed. But if you compare that to about 38% of working age Texans with a disability, we see we have a lot of work to do. And we believe we're part of that solution to help at Workforce Solutions to help people get employment who are looking for work. So absolutely. So 38% of the population, did I hear that correctly? 38% of the population has some sort of... Well, in 2014, 38% of working age Texans... Okay were employed who had a disability. Oh, we're employed that had a disability. As compared to those, right, who didn't have a disability. In other words, it's more than twice that are working. So if you're working age, you're more likely to be employed if you don't have a disability. Now, the reasons why, you know, we could talk more about. Well, and, and, you know, it's it's interesting because, as I mentioned at the beginning of the program, this topic's very important to me because my mom, before she passed away years ago, had a awful disease scleroderma mm. and um the last couple of years that dis- uh, disease she became more and more disabled yet i can tell you from personal experience and f- from knowing the folks that worked with my mom that though she did not let those disabilities impact her ability to do the job uh, she was both a teacher oh. and and a travel agent and um she didn't let the disabilities get in the way and uh she was incredible teacher incredible travel agent to people and most importantly incredible mother and um it's just always been my experience throughout my career that folks with disabilities are 
every bit as good employees and, and make phenomenal teammates. We like to say we focus on abilities, not disabilities. That I love that. Right. I love that. I need to write that down. That, <laughs> that, that's awesome. And uh, so, so what services are available at Workforce Solutions for people with disabilities? Thank you. Well, we have 24 career offices in the Gulf Coast region. That's a lot. And yeah. all of them are available to all job seekers. One of the ways that we make ourselves more accessible to customers with disabilities is we have accessibility, or called auxiliary aids, but accessibility workstations. So we have a resource room in every career office. We'll have a resource room depending on the size. Some are larger than others. And they'll have at least one of these accessibility workstations that will offer some tools we can talk about in a minute. But in addition to that, we have fax machines, computers with internet access, phones, copiers. So we have a lot of tools there. One of our most underutilized resources that we have for the community and for people with disabilities is career exploration information. In the Gulf Coast, we know our labor market, we know the employers, and so we know where the jobs are. We know the jobs that are going to be there in the future. So in addition to having some, some practical tools, like how to put together a resume or help with applications, we can help with information for your career. So, so first of all, what's an accessibility workstation? I'm not, I'm not familiar with that terminology. That might be my terminology. <laughs> um, it's a computer that has some auxiliary aids okay. with it. So, for example, uh, we have things like JAWS and Magic, so a screen reader uh, that is available. We also have uh, you know, a, a mouse with a trackball that makes it easier to be used. The, the table will be adjustable, so it's easier. Um, we'll have a different type of keyboard uh, there available. So we have several tools there to make it more user-friendly for a variety of different people that may have and you know you don't have to necessarily have a declared disability to be able to utilize some of those tools we all benefit from things that are considered auxiliary aids how many times have you hit that button that opens the door for you you know going into a building right right so that would be an example of an aid that you could find outstanding outstanding and and um so if you could expand a little bit on the career exploration tools I, i'm i'm really interested in that because uh i i assume you know like like you hear that there's certain employers that you know have special initiatives to hire veterans mm-hmm. for instance yeah. and i'm curious when it comes to disabilities are are there also initiatives that employers have to you know look to hire folks with that may have a disability of some sort sure and you know a lot of times those things go hand in hand too you mentioned uh veterans like the red white and you we clearly you're going to have some veterans with disabilities that are going to be at that event um so but we do have employers that are interested i'm glad you mentioned that because workforce solutions one of our customers we we work directly with job seekers but we also work directly with employers and so as a part of that, we find out the jobs. You mentioned what was happening in Dallas. We're aware of what's happening in the Gulf Coast region. And so we work together with those employers, and some of them who recognize that their workforce is underrepresented by people with disabilities will have initiatives to hire people, specifically those with disabilities, or at least to recruit them to make sure they're getting um, seen in front of people. And so there are times when we've been asked to help recruit people with disabilities. Oh, that's uh, in order to place them. But another way that we work with them is to be able to help all job seekers prepare for meeting with an employer. So we can talk more about that as well. Outstanding. Outstanding. And um, so are the staff trained for working with, with people w- with disabilities? Um, you know, I, 
I don't know if there needs to be special training or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. just curious about that. Thank you. Yes, we in our region, we have a position called Navigator, and their primary responsibility is to make sure that all of the services in our career office, but throughout the workforce system, is available to everyone and people with disabilities. So that means that one of, the, one of their roles is to work with staff, and so we'll go around to all the career offices and, and have small trainings and huddles to make sure they know what an accessibility workstation is right. <laughs> and know about those tools that are available. And know about the support services that are available out in the community. So they'll work with vocational rehabilitation counselors and those partnerships um, to be familiar with those. So we do a lot of referring back and forth. And then if a customer comes into the office and they have a request that maybe that a staff person hasn't ever encountered before, they can call on a navigator to help them figure it out and see what we can do to make sure we're able to provide the service being requested. Outstanding. Outstanding. And um, uh, so... You made a point earlier about uh, helping job seekers prepare to meet with an employer, and I was wondering if you could expand a little bit about how you go about doing that. That's great. Uh, Yeah, we know, as as you mentioned earlier, that um, meeting with employers is how you get a job, isn't it? (laughs) You have to find somebody who has a job opening. You did a great job earlier of talking about networking. Oh, thank Um, you. And so that's certainly one of the things we want to make sure we do. And then preparing for that, though. Uh, so one of the things we can help with in our career office, but also out in the community, we'll offer job search seminars on resumes and interviewing skills and networking, how to network. So I loved hearing those tips you had earlier. Awesome. Um, but also in our career offices, we'll be able to help people um, perhaps learn about the employers that are hiring. If there's something, you know, we're such a large, 13 counties, we're a large area. Sure. So there may be an employer hiring in the Conroe area that's is not hiring in Texas City, different offices. So you can get that information as well. And then there are opportunities to meet with those employers as well. So we have a lot of preparation work that goes in. Sometimes people don't think about the preparation that makes them ready to meet with that employer. That that is so true. Well, I I am just absolutely enjoying this conversation this afternoon. And uh, when we come back from the break you know, I want to dig in a little bit further and understand a little bit more the capabilities and, uh, and also go and cover a couple of best practices if we can. So uh, with that, you are currently listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com. Stay tuned for more great information. We're starting to film our talk shows and putting them on YouTube. Your favorite Lone Star Community Radio show can be seen on YouTube under our Lone Star Community Radio channel and on City of Conroe's Our City TV channel on Suddenlink Channel 12. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel to see the most recently released videos and find more information online at IRLoneStar.com TV. Welcome back to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Berman. Each week on Your Career, we'll be sharing valuable information you can use to further your career and land the ideal job. And uh, we are talking about a very important topic, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have a wonderful guest uh, in the studio with us today, Jenny Johnson. And uh, Jenny, uh, one of uh, her wonderful efforts is helping folks with disabilities um, and people experiencing homelessness get empowered to land 
meaningful employment and and it's, it's probably one of the best callings I, I can ever imagine because of the fact that you're impacting people's lives mm-hmm. and um, I just want to thank you for that in- you. incredible service and you know one of the things we were talking about is is the outreach that Workforce Solutions does and uh, working with uh, folks that ha- may have a disability and um, do you have some uh, events or, or examples of, of ways that you do that? Thank you. Uh, yes, we just recently, well, in fact, uh, last Friday, we participated in the White Cane Safety Day, which is in downtown Houston, um, and we were very proud to have uh, a good contingent of staff there as volunteers. I think we ended up with about 42 oh, wow. uh, staff there. We did. We were very happy. It was hot, but we were happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a great event, and we had a lot of people, not just with visual impairments, with all types of disabilities. They did a march, and we had a lot of information and brochures there available and then um, right now in fact today we're as part of bringing recognition to national disability employment awareness month in deem um, we have open houses six open houses going on in our career offices in the month of october and today it's at the astrodome location Uh, this thursday it'll be at the conroe office and what we've done is we've invited our community partners that assist customers with disabilities to invite their consumers their customers to come into our career office so that we can show that we're ready and eager to help them find employment Um, I think we have other types of events like that that will partner with other organizations to make sure we're visible. We work with uh, school districts when they have transition fairs for students that have disabilities that are leaving the public school system. And we make ourselves available so that they're aware of the services that we have to help students find employment. That's interesting. You know, because whenever I've thought of workforce solutions, I've always thought that you had to be collecting unemployment in order to go to workforce solutions but that's not really the case is it no we like to say we're the employment office not the unemployment office so we're all about employment and and like I said if you want to get a better job maybe you're employed maybe you're underemployed and you need an additional job or you're looking for a career. You know, a lot of times people have different events in life that have changed their career path. Most adults uh, who have been in the workplace for some time know that they're in a job that they wouldn't have known to apply for uh, many years before. So we take those experiences and we help people. They can transition their skills from one area into another area. So a lot we can do. That's awesome. And and I also understand that there's some grants that are sometimes available for folks, too, where there's certain, you know, like we mentioned in Dallas, how there was all these open jobs. And I imagine in Houston, there's probably some open jobs looking to be filled, too. And uh, are there any grant-type programs that can help train people? Sure, there are. And we have you know, a great community college system in the Gulf Coast. And many of them have uh, several different opportunities to do a number of different occupations. And so working with... Um, ALE providers, adult learning and education providers, we partner, they're part of the workforce system to help community colleges reach our customers who are looking for jobs, but maybe also looking for a career change and so that they can access some of those grants. We also have some scholarships available to help in what we call high skill, high growth occupations, those that are going to be in demand in the Gulf Coast. That's great. That's great. So uh, coming back to the fact that this is the national... Employment Disabilities Awareness Month. Boy, that's a mouthful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I'm I'm really curious. Will employers hire somebody with a disability or, or is it sometimes lip service or will they actually hire 
somebody with a disability? Isn't that a great question? And I know that's one that people are concerned about, but the answer is absolutely. I mean, first of all, we have a lot of people with disabilities that you wouldn't necessarily know they have a disability. So employers are hiring people all the time. But there's also, as we mentioned before, efforts and initiatives where employers are hiring people particularly because they want to make sure they're recruiting people with disabilities. But the reality is that employers are primarily concerned with finding a qualified applicant, right? They have a job that needs to be done and they need to find someone who's qualified. So it, it, whether or not there's a, a disability, as I said before, we're focusing on their ability. So we have to help job seekers learn how to communicate their marketable skills to employers so they can get an interview or that job offer we talked about. And that's important like I said, for all job seekers, regardless of their ability. And as I said, employers are our uh, customers as well. So we work with them to help them find those uh, job seekers that have the skills they're looking for. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you, you pointed that out because, uh, you know, like with my mom in her final couple years when she started to really have to cope with physical disabilities, she was absolutely qualified to be a great teacher and and was a great teacher during that time as well as a travel agent so i really respect that point the fact that it it's important to focus on what you can do not what you can't do absolutely and um and it's also true that employers want to know what can you do for me that's right and uh you know as long as you can provide a return on the investment for an employer and it's a solid return on investment you can often convince an employer to create a position for you so so it's really important to focus on what is the value add that you can bring to a given employer and um, so so with that you know I'm curious if there are some best practices that that folks with uh, disabilities can employ when when trying to find a, a new job great you know earlier I heard you talking about networking and boys and that that was excellent advice because that is the number one thing I would recommend to a job seeker. You have to uh, find that employer who doesn't know what you can do until they know you, right? That's and as right. you mentioned, they're not going to, typically you're not going to find you in a stack of 200 resumes That's or 200 right. applications. So we have to find another way to get in front of them. Now, I am, think it's important, and I, I've told people this for a long time, I, I don't hope, I don't plan on looking for work anytime soon. <laughs> but if I was, I would visit one of our career offices to meet with staff because I would want somebody who was objective, who could look at my resume or look at my qualifications and help make sure that I'm communicating them in a way that would be attractive for the job I'm applying for. You know, sometimes you have someone who is very qualified, but they may be applying for a job in a new industry or a new occupation, and they could really use some help learning how to transfer those skills. You mentioned veterans earlier, and that's a great example. But it could also be someone going from different types of employment. I know some years ago, you know, we had um, employees at NASA who were impacted, and Workforce Solutions, uh, working with our Employer Services Division, was an integral part of helping a lot of those employees make the transition into other industries with their high-tech skills. But it also may be someone who's coming, who's never been in the workforce before. We work with young adults, uh, or other people coming, uh, could be coming in from, maybe has been at home for a number of years, and they need to still, they have skills, but they need to learn how to communicate those skills. So utilizing available job search assistance would be a, an important best practice. Outstanding. And focusing on resumes and applications, 
even though we don't want the employer to have to find me through a stack of resumes, once they pick up that piece of paper, we want it to communicate that we're the right person that they want to talk to. Yeah, that's that's such a great point. Uh, one of the things that we talk about a lot in our workshops and we've talked about in this program as well. Uh, in fact, the last program we, we did was with my twin daughters who just turned 11 yesterday. And... Um, they were 10 at the time we recorded the show and, and we built resumes for two 10 year olds Oh, great! that yeah. have obviously no work yeah. experience, but we were able to show how you can draw upon all your experience from school and, and activities That's and right. stuff like that to create a resume. And, um, but one of the things we talk about on a resume is the fact that it should be like a movie commercial. You know, when you think about a movie commercial, it gets 30 seconds to convince you to go to that two hour movie and the resume is the exact same thing. You get at most 30 seconds. Now, some people from HR will now probably say, why, I can read a resume in seven seconds. <laughs> How they do that, I have absolutely no idea. They but glance. Yeah, glance. <laughs> but, uh, but at the end of the day, it's so important. You want to show those highlights. So anyway. Uh, it's, it's funny you mentioned the 30 seconds because one of the things we like uh, to focus on in our job search seminars is the 30-second commercial. And so that's something as a part of networking. We like to say that commercial that you, sh- that you can share in person or on the phone where you're able to tell somebody very quickly about who you are and what you're looking for, you would put that same information on the top of your resume. And it might be uh, at least the, the basis of your answer on the, one of the common interview questions, which is tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Most of my career was spent in sales and sales management, and uh, we talked about having the elevator pitch. Same, yeah, that's it. And, uh, and it, the absolute same applies to the job search right. process. And where that concept came from is you need to be able to describe the job you're looking for, the talents you bring to the table, what you can do for an employer, and what type of employer you'd like to work for, uh, all in the span that it would take the ride up in an elevator. <laughs> that's right. Excellent. Well, anyway, I interrupted you on your best practices. Are there any other best practices that that you'd like to share? The last one I had would be interview practice. And I would think even for someone who has experience in an interview, I would want to prepare my my answers um, so that I customize them for that particular job opportunity um, so that I can look through it. You want your answers to reflect the employer. Excellent. Excellent. Well, time has just absolutely flown by here, and we are coming up towards the end of the program. And uh, before we close, are there any final uh, comments that you'd like to offer to our audience? Real quickly, I'd like to mention that some people may be familiar with a department formerly known as DARS, and it's now the Texas Workforce Solutions Vocational Rehabilitation Services, which is a mouthful. (laughs) Uh, But we're all now part of the same workforce system. And I just like to mention, so in terms of reaching out for people with disabilities, our workforce system is now even better prepared and have e- we have even more resources to help all of our job seekers, but especially those with disabilities. Fantastic. Well, I can't thank you all enough uh, for listening to our program today. And, th- and that brings us to the end of the program. Jenny, it's been an absolute pleasure to have, and hopefully we can have you back at some point because this information is just fantastic. And I want to thank everybody so much for listening. And next week, tune in because this is going to be a great show on how to feel empowered and confident when it comes to the job search in your career. We're going to have an exciting guest on our program that from Dallas. And uh, this is a motivational speaker that uh, is sure to uh, really 
get everybody fired up and feeling empowered and, and confident about yourselves. So I'm looking forward to the program next week. You know, if you ever want us to address a question about the job search, look us up on Facebook. Also check out our program page on IRLoneStar.com slash your career. And also remember to visit TCCLearning.com to sign up for the Careers College. So with that, I'd like to say thank you for listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont and have a successful week. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production. Produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.